0: Well, that was a lot of fun, but time to move on to our weekly segment on Wednesdays. The vibe check. Who's going first?
2: Well, it sounded like you guys were teasing earlier that you're on the same page. So why don't we? Oh, you yes. go first? Uh, I'll go first. Wait, <laughs> should I go? I'll go. Like, I don't care. I know what yours is going to be,
1: and I feel like it's exactly what mine's going to be. So.
0: I do you? Okay, Basically, well,
1: you said earlier, yes.
0: I don't know. That'd be crazy if we had the same one. Mine is. It is hard to win games in the NFL. It is the coach's favorite thing to say after a sloppy game. It's the player's favorite thing to say after a sloppy game. And I think we as Chiefs fans have gotten so desensitized and we just expect every pass to be completed. Every third down to be converted every trip to the red zone to result in a score or a touchdown or field goal, whatever. Um, The other day I said, Kelsey had an off game guys. He had 10 receptions for 106 yards. We are so spoiled as chiefs fans. And I think it's a good reminder. It is hard to win games in the NFL. And we're so used to just like getting these wins and it making, make the team makes it look so easy. So then when they do get rattled or struggle, we're like, Oh no, it's, you know, the worst has happened. But in reality, a win is a win. And a win in the NFL is huge. And we should not be worried we have found different ways to win all of these games, whether it be the defense, whether it be Patrick Mahomes putting the team on his back, whether it be Kelsey, whether it be different weapons on offense. I think we need to look at all of that and be very thankful and shut up and take the win and move on. That's my vibe check. It's hard to win games in the NFL and we're doing it.
1: So very similar to mine. The, the word, ver- the verbiage is not quite the same, but I try to remind myself a lot about this. and. Let's just go ahead and I'll invoke Kansas athletics into this one. Oh once. no! I don't know how much? It <laughs> makes. Oh wow!
2: Well, that way yours will be very different. Kayla wasn't going to do that. <laughs> Definitely
1: not the same. It is this all the time with with Kansas basketball. <laughs> They'll be like number one in the country. Oh geez! And then people will be complaining that like, oh well, the point guard can't shoot. The point guard's only shooting twenty percent from three point range. I said, so you're talking about the difference between them being the number one offense in the country and the number one offense in the country by more. And that seems a little bit silly and it invokes the, you know, the, the uh, often used phrase around here, which is first world problems. Well, you know what? We live in the first world. So that's the only kind of problems we encounter in Kansas city with the chiefs. Like we look back on that game and said, Oh man, they didn't tr- score for, for seven straight possessions. What was that thing all about? They still won against a team that was the number two seed in the AFC, a team that is objectively going to win their division And going to the playoffs, and we're like, yeah, but the receivers, they didn't get enough separation downfield. Not not to mention the fact that Travis Kelsey had 100 yards and Juju Smith-Schuster had 88 yards and uh, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. We're like, hey, but they're the number one offense in the NFL. They are number one or number two in virtually every statistic. They're first in points scored. They're second in yards. They are first in points per drive. They are first in scoring position. They are first in passing yards. <laughs> they are first in passing touchdowns. But we're like, but you know what? Could they, could they make it look a little bit easier? <laughs> could, they just, could they just move the ball at will on every possession? Like seven? I would love to crunch the numbers and know... Like seven consecutive drives, they didn't score points. Oh, that ties the longest of Patrick Mahomes' career. I would, I would bet you that 20 to 25 teams in the NFL have had that happen to them this year. And probably a lot of those teams multiple times. The idea that we do this all the time and we say, okay, well, like cause for concern with the Chiefs offense. Are you watching the Chiefs offense? They're the best. What, what do we want? We want them to be the best by more, but that is the product of having not a great quarterback. Historically great quarterback is you hold Patrick Mahomes and this offense to historically great standards. And that's, that's awesome because you know what happens? He often passes those historically or meets those historically great standards. You lost Tyreek Hill and your offense is still number one in the NFL. I saw Shield Kapadia, the or the ringer, put this out earlier this week. They're the only offense, they're the only team in the NFL to not have a below-average EPA game with expected points average, right? Like, it's basically war, right? For Cody, it's the equivalent of war yeah. for baseball. How much better would you do in this situation than the average NFL team? They're the only team that has not had a below-average offensive game, and yet still we open the show... With, like, and I was even part of that, like, oh, maybe, you know what? I didn't totally love that. It's, <laughs> they're halfway through the season. They've passed every test. First world problems here in Kansas City.
2: In my, summary, we're a bunch of spoiled brats. Yeah, yep. that's it. My, my vibe is 2000s HBO, as in the television. Let's go. So, this Back is the, the reason city. why. So, first, Nick, this is where you edit the sound and you put in that, like, <laughs> oh, sound <laughs> right. We're hitting that sound. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know why? Because when I watch the rest of the NFL, my vibe for the Chiefs is the Chiefs put out so many more banger TV shows than every other damn network combined. I List don't them care all. if Netflix hits one. I don't care if Amazon gets one and you're like, I kind of like Jack Ryan. The rest suck and we don't want to watch your bad TV series. But the Chiefs, even if they have a, every once in a while show, we're like, I don't know if that's a hit. It's just Game of Thrones, White Lotus, Silicon Valley. It doesn't matter, man. It's hits. It's nothing but hits. We want to watch their games so much more than every other NFL team combined. They're they're HBO, man. They put out better product than every other person, and the rest of us are all stuck watching bad NFL games like the Monday night one two days ago.
1: You know what's funny about that is I I listen to periodically – NFL podcasts on Mondays because I want to know what people are saying about other teams, especially if the chiefs are playing at like noon and I didn't get to watch a lot of the other games. It's like an easy way for me to just caught up. So what people are talking about. And then I tune into these podcasts on Monday morning and every single podcast is leading with the chiefs game. I go, come on. No, I already know what happened in the chiefs game, but that's just it. Is that even when you think there are bigger storylines, whether it's what's happening in Dallas, because the Cowboys are always a big deal. You've got two New York teams, massive audiences that would want to hear about that. The Packers, the Bucks, the Rams, these great NFC teams are struggling. You've got a great team in another major market in Philadelphia that's playing great football. But nope, every Monday morning, it's everyone recapping the Chiefs because they are still the biggest show in town.
2: Yeah, we don't all talk about whatever original uh, Prime show just came out this week, but we all sure as hell talk about any HBO show that has Succession. come out. Yes, they're all Cabrianos, great, man.
0: Sex and the City. Love boys, the,
2: the Wire, Entourage. <laughs> all great. Yes.
0: Cody with those entertainment analogies. I love that.
2: <laughs> That's always yeah. my vibe. Some sort of random <laughs> entertainment reference.
0: all right guys last but not least today odell beckham jr the sweepstakes are about to ramp up we knew this once the trade deadline cleared that it was odell watch time jay glazer of fox sports said he's healthy he's ready to go as it stands though the cowboys are currently the odds on favorite to sign him odell did say that when he signs with his next team he'd like it to be a multi-year situation are we still hopeful the chiefs will get him yes
2: or no Yes, I still want him for what it's worth. And last year's odds on favorite to this time wasn't the Rams. Remember, we were all surprised when it was the Rams. We're like, wait, whoa, 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 back up is the Rams. Them, they signed him. So whatever the odds say right now, they're just guessing at whatever Odell's brain is thinking. And that's harder to know because right now he hasn't given an indication because he said he likes everybody. Mm-hmm. He says he's like, he goes to every city. He goes on every podcast and he's like, they're all great. That all seems nice. I think I'd like to play for any of them, but I, I'm fully on board of still wanting Odell. Aren't you guys? It, which by the way, that is the yes.
1: perfect way to play it. If you're Odell Beckham Jr. Don't play favorites, make the team. Even if you have a favorite, don't let them know that they're the face. Everyone drive that price up.
0: Um, but yes, I can definitely see him in a Cowboys uniform. Unfortunately, I hope that doesn't happen, but of course I'd love to have him on the chiefs.
2: He does actually like the Cowboys uniform feels totally his vibe. It feels right. Like if you're making me just base it on like, tell me the team that like in your brain makes the most sense from like a visual standpoint, it's probably the Cowboys. Um, And the yeah. Chiefs getting Tony makes it less likely probably, but I still don't rule it out. I think Kansas City will strongly consider it. Juju's price tag has only gone up. Like if you're looking for a cost control wide receiver, Juju's price goes up every single week he plays for the Chiefs. I'm a hundred percent on board for not
1: just the chiefs reasons, which I think maybe I'm making too much of this one game, but the fact that like the, the, the fact that NBS was on the field for 71 snaps and had the ball throw to him once, like, were you just never open? Were you blanketed on every single play? If so, like that, that maybe that's something I'm going to write down and maybe look back <laughs> in, in a couple of weeks, because I, I don't, I don't want a guy who's going to play the second most snaps at that position to never be getting separation. Therefore, just mostly being a decoy. I don't know that that was the case, but that got my attention a little bit. Uh McCole's playing the third most snaps in this wide receiver room. Sky played twenty-five. Kadarius Tony played nine. So I would imagine, first off, if you did sign Odell Beckham Jr., Tony Sky, we'll see you next year. Like that's the mm-hmm. way it's going to play out. There'll be certain packages where you'll still get McColl involved because. He knows the offense and he's obviously very useful with the gadget stuff uh, near the red zone and near the goal line. So I think he would still have a role on this offense, but MVS's snaps can go down a little bit. That wouldn't kill the team. You take 30 snaps a game from Sky and Kadarius Toney. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And even if he is healthy and ready to go, I can't imagine he's going to handle a full workload this season. I mean, you're coming back from a major knee injury. This is a guy that does have injury concerns and you're going to be learning a new playbook. It's not as though Odell's going to immediately become your number two or number three wide receiver. I think they would bring him along slowly, but based off what I saw at the tail end in the postseason for the Rams last year and in the Super Bowl, this guy still has a lot left in the tank. And as you mentioned, Cody, not having anybody other than Sky Moore, MVS and Kadarius Tony officially on the books for next year. If you could get this guy, not just for this year, but over the next two to three seasons, I think that would be a positive. The other side of it is get him so
2: that the other teams can't get him, get him. So the bills can't get him. I was just going to say, where do we not want him to go? If if, if the Rams didn't get him last year and the chiefs do the chiefs win the Super Bowl and the Rams don't. So yeah, play, keep away at the very least, keep him out of the AFC (laughs) to hell with that. Yes.
0: I mean, yeah, it does have a good shot on Dallas. It does
2: seem
1: like it's mostly NFC teams that are in on him. The chiefs, the bills are the really the only ones. And all of a sudden it'll be Miami and I'll hate myself. Oh my gosh. Definitely not
0: that. Please, God, no.
1: They've got enough weapons at wide. Y- <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
0: That is just twisting the knife. TBD on Odell. We'll see what happens. That's going to do it for us on this Wednesday. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Friendly reminder to like, like, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. That is Nick Schwartz. He is Cody Tap. I am Kayla Canaram, and we will be back with you all on Friday. Have a good one.